name is Mark Sharpley, a partner at Smales Goldie Group. Today, rather than putting out more factual information, I wanted to consider how certain sectors have been impacted by the pandemic currently affecting everybody and what the future may hold, both good and bad. These thoughts are my own and they shouldn't be taken as those of the firm. These are extraordinary times all businesses are affected in different ways and in certain industries in a positive way that also brings challenges. Supply line can be interrupted and the increased business level will impact on both cash flow and the people that work in the business. Looking at sector specific problems, I see that the food and service sectors supplying produce and goods to supermarkets, the NHS and those businesses classed as essential are all dealing with trading normally in what is an abnormal world. Staff and supply lines are interrupted and this can be a major concern as, as businesses struggle to meet the demand that's placed on them at this time. The retail and leisure sectors have been the hardest hit and to add to their problems it is difficult to see how they can return to business unless there is a viable vaccine made available and the mass volume of delivery that would be required. In addition to the retail and leisure sectors, the travel industry has been brought to a standstill. And again, we can't see this improving for some time. Manufacturing has seen profits decimated across most areas. And until lockdown is over, it is highly unlikely that production levels will return to previous levels for some time. In addition, the government's civil CIBL loans, they are attractive, but have to be repaid over a six year period. This is possible if profitability can be maintained at a level to cover the repayments. It is possible that many businesses will rather seize trade entirely rather than take on loans that could be difficult to be repaid in the future, despite the fact that there are government backing at 100% in, in most cases. Our manufacturers are adept at dealing with adverse conditions. This will certainly test those attributes to the full. And not only does UK business have to deal with COVID-19, but the looming trade negotiations with the rest of the world to meet Brexit promises still have to be agreed. This will be no mean feat for how our hard stretched government and the team of negotiators. As a result, UK PLC has a period of uncertainty, the like not seen before in living memory. The resilience of our industries has proven many times that we can recover, this time will be no exception, notwithstanding the years that it may take to recover financially. Moving away from business, another sector having to reassess its future is the charity sector, which cannot exist without public support and activity. Many social charities have some underlying grant provision, but a huge number rely entirely on fundraising by other bodies and the public. Most of these provide essential support to many facets of our society and will undoubtedly cease to exist if the current restrictions do not end soon. It is clear that the government cannot afford the current cost of support packages to the huge number of businesses who are unable to open normally. As a result, there has to be a level of underlying support 
can be accessed over a longer period at perhaps a lower level. This may have to be allied to the furlough mechanism and possibly a continuing level of access to grant support that assists with overheads for those most severely affected. What will be the normal in the future? What will this look like? Well, in my opinion, normal will not exist in a traditional form until a vaccine is widely available. Travel of nurse types will be very different. For instance, consider the ability to catch a train, a bus or a plane. Any public transport cannot be viable if the current social distancing remains. Holiday travel is unlikely to be possible until at least early 2021. And then, as I've, as I've said before, only if a vaccine is available. How can anyone contemplate going to a country with COVID-19 if there is a risk of catching this virus? It would be a bit like going to the Amazon without a malaria jab. So what could be the answer to as the travel companies, the hotel industry and our resorts are all in virtual lockdown, which could well into 2021. There are many problems to be overcome. All social activity will be changed for a lengthy period. Sports events, any arenas, the theatres, restaurants, all are able to operate within the confines of social distancing. The same applies to all the pubs, the clubs, the coffee shops. These are not going to be viable for some time. What can be done to support this sector? Again, a problem to be grappled with, with the government and all parties. Innovation may assist, but the venues themselves are not ideal for the demands of social isolating. Vaccination or a mass testing of the population to certify individuals may assist, but as is well accepted, any testing is only valid for that moment in time, and not necessarily a guarantee that the individual is immune from infection the day after, unless the immune system has already been built up and the tests will measure that. I have to conclude that in the hospitality sector, the level of likely support or need for support is going to place enormous strain on any business reliance on leisure and social interaction. The knock-on effect on our social venues is immense. As a consequence, this includes all catering businesses. There could be, and already seen the travel sector, further mass unemployment as these operators cut costs to deal with the new normal. There is, as always, opportunity for businesses to innovate, enough to change their model, look to social media, redesign premises, and avail themselves of opportunities in this new world. There will be a whole new industry in the development of technology to facilitate these changes. In fact, it would seem, or it is, by government grants which are now available for those entrepreneurs and businesses out there who are agile enough to grab the opportunity. If there are positives to come out of this crisis, this is one that our client base is reacting to where at all possible. The home working environment has prompted a whole range of positives that would not have been considered had not this virus taken a hold of our working lives. Many businesses, including professional services firms, can see the opportunities arising to establish a new attitude to efficiency and the definition of the workplace. Flexi working has long been an option for those wishing to avoid the daily commute. As a consequence of the current crisis, the only option for millions is to flexi work, saving time, money, and not impacting on efficiency. 
Meetings are easily dealt with using collaborative software, such as Teams and Zoom, which have become worldwide accepted alternatives to face-to-face -to -face meetings. The positive feedback from many is a huge indication that this will continue after the pandemic has gone, and there will be a positive effect on the working environment, local pollution, stress, and the need to provide desk space on an individual basis. The old 1970s hot desking will come back into popularity as a huge number of office-based workers will choose employers that provide a better work-life balance rather than the drudgery of the daily commute. The potential of improving productivity and possible 24-hour operation may be the future for those businesses that seek modern ways to expand and outperform their competition. Delivering a service to match customer expectation in an increasingly virtual world will become the new normal. What though, will be the cost of the measures that we engage going forward? There is a need for human interaction in any workplace and conference facilities will not change this, but rather augment it. Face-to-face -face meetings are so important as discussion flows more readily. We have seen an increase already in virtual interviewing. Certainly, this is a help that final interviews face-to-face -face will still be a prerequisite for most employers and employees alike. So, in conclusion, the midway point in the COVID-19 pandemic has created a financial crisis the like has not been seen since the Second World War, and this is still not an, at an end. HMGov has introduced many measures that will support businesses and families, but with gaps in certain areas that still remain to be filled. The enormous cost will be felt by the country for many years, and the incumbent government will need to find ways of repaying the level of debt that remains after the pandemic has gone. The business landscape will be changed for all. Unemployment could be at levels not seen for many years, with capital investment projects for the country and many businesses placed on hold or cancelled in their entirety. Is it possible that HS2 may be a prime example of the economic fallout affecting all geographical areas through which this wants to travel? The Northern Powerhouse Initiative may be put on hold for several years, forcing companies to review strategy, communication methods and trading issues. And on a local basis, the Humber region has to keep investing in its infrastructure and being the centre for renewables, it may be that this industry will see us slightly less exposed than other areas should a recession be seen in the years ahead. My worry is that the leisure sector, including our holiday attractions, will take at least two years to recover from the financial legacy of this year. The traditional seaside resort will have to ride this year to recover in 2021, which for many will be too far away. And the option of borrowing money will not be popular to those who are marginally profitable at the best of times. This is an evolving picture. And over the coming weeks, government will be looking closely at our restart position. I personally hope that those businesses that can get back to work do so as quickly as possible by adapting work hours to social distancing rules. Those who cannot, including the hospitality and leisure sectors, should be the ones to retain some form of government support over the long term. I think that covers the current situation and I would like to think that in the next couple of weeks there will be other areas to report on and I look forward to giving you my opinion at that time. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.